You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Jeremiah 1, let's start from verse 1. The Bible says, The words of Jeremiah, the son of Ilkiah, the priest that were in Anatot, of the priest that were in Anatot, in the land of Benjamin. Verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Next verse. Before I formed thee, I knew thee. Wow. Before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Next verse. And I said, then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak. For I'm a child. Next verse. But the Lord said unto me, Say not that I'm a child, for thou shalt go to all that I send thee, and whatever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Hallelujah. Before I form thee, is it possible for God to know a person before forming the person? It is because of God's arrangement. His arrangement is like this. He creates a purpose. He creates an assignment. He creates a role. Then he creates a man to fit into the role. He does not create a man and start assigning roles to the man as we suppose. Are you with me? What is in Acts 15, 18? Known unto God are all his works before the foundation of the earth. Acts 15, 18. Known unto God are all his works from the beginning of the world. So, God knows exactly everything he wants to do. He plans everything he wants to do. If you weren't part of his plan, you wouldn't be here. Can I hear a loud amen? You can have your seat. Isn't that wonderful enough just to know that I am not here accidentally? Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So there was this young guy called Jeremiah. And one day, heaven opened by revelation. Until you see it also, you can't leave it. And I said, I'm going to plead. Now, this time around, I'm seriously pleading with everybody here to get the message of the first service. I laid the foundation and I talked about a lot of things for service because I'm, I won't go fully into them again. But I want us to get first service. Please, our messages are free. Whether I see them or whatever, get the first service. Are you with me? Before I formed thee, Jeremiah was shocked. Now, Jeremiah was like every other person. He was just doing his own thing. And remember I said about two weeks ago before the opera started in Nigeria, that God does not see as man sees. So there is a way you look at yourself and there is a way God looks at you. Miracles happen when you see from God's perspective. And the reason for the word of God is to change you from how you view life to how God Sees life when you see 
the way God sees, you will experience what he has planned. It is possible to be in church for 20 years. Now, it's good because along the line, we will be talking about this repeatedly. There is your mind. There is your subconscious mind. When something moves from your mind and it enters your subconscious mind, it becomes the center of your life. And when a habit moves into your subconscious mind, getting born again might not stop it except there is an encounter with Jesus Christ. Or there is a reprogramming by the word of God repeatedly. That's why you are Christians who still behave like unbelievers. That's why you are Christians. No matter how many times they come to church, that they should not still commit fornication and do all those things, it's not part of them. Their spirit man is saved. Their soul is messed up and their soul will get them into trouble. Some have stayed so long with people who have said, church, church, you better apply wisdom. That is the stronghold in their hearts. If it's not broken, no matter what you tell them in the church, they interpret it by that thing that stays. That is why the people you hang out around is very important. I hang out with. Where you spend the bulk of your time, what you receive repeatedly, will build you up or crack you down. We build faith in you or build fear in you. We make you spiritual or make you carnal. There's no neutral ground. Every formation on your phone, every formation on the TV, everybody you converse with every day does something to you positively or negatively. The word is never neutral and it will never be. Every decision you make takes you closer to the kingdom or away from the kingdom every day. That's why Jesus said, I carry your cross daily. The work of the cross is not a one-time thing. It's a daily experience. You are either conforming to Christ every day or removing yourself out from him every day. That is why a wise Christian looks very well. Before they begin to use a language everybody is using or follow what everybody is saying. Satan is very intentional about the system he has set up in this world. Somebody told me that believers are the most naive people. Now, honestly, like I was saying one Wednesday, one day when I, when I first got born again, I actually asked God that of all animals, why did you liken us to sheep? Sheep are gullible. One of them will be going like this, and the rest will be following. I parked my car one day. I said, Lord, it looks like an insult. I'm a sheep. Why not call us bear <laughs> or lion? <laughs> why sheep? Why sheep? If one is entering the road, the rest will just follow. But Jesus also said that be wise as serpents. Are you, are you with me? So believers are the ones who believe anything. That's why it's in our midst that you find somebody anointing people and pouring coke on their head for sweetness to enter their life and they put their head there. Why not open your mouth? I mean, that's better. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you, are you with me? Okay. <laughs> so Jeremiah saw himself as a young guy in his own imagination he was a young guy Ah, I, I look at everybody listening to me this morning what does God think of you so in Jeremiah 29 11 he said I know the thoughts I think towards you thoughts of good and not of evil so there is nobody inside the auditorium today that when we check, if we are to stand before God and say, Lord, what do you think about this person? There is none of you that God has any evil thought to us. Isn't that wonderful? 
But people leave this world without accomplishing what God has sent them to do here. They can because they can't see from God's perspective. All of a sudden, like we said two weeks ago about Gideon, he was hiding, he was timid, he was young, and God called him a mighty man of valor. What is God calling you that you are here to call yourself? That's where we are going this morning. Jeremiah just sat down, he wouldn't talk, he just thought he was a young guy, it wasn't a turn. Yet in heaven, he said, before I formed thee, I knew thee. That means I formed what I already knew. And I ordained you. I am not about to ordain you to be a prophet unto nations. I have ordained you to be a prophet unto nations. You are not talking to nations because you cannot see that I have ordained you to be a prophet unto nations. So we read about Abraham for service. And I will talk a bit about Jacob now. Abraham, the last thing God did. So in chapter 15, he said, Lord, see, I go childless. Elysia of Damascus is the only here in my house. And God said, no. I don't see from how you see. You need to see from how I see. So God brought Abraham out and said, Abraham, you are looking at now bringing Abraham out. It's not, does not exactly mean he was inside the house. God brought him out of his own world into the world of God. Did you get that? Are you following me? So, I don't think Abraham was talking to God inside the house. And the Bible said, God brought him out and said, look at the stars. Abraham was looking at Eliezer, a little boy running in his house, born by the biggest servant in his house. And every day he thought to call him that, you will never have your own son. This will be your son. And God said that, look, and I said something very profound. Abraham is the father of faith, a friend of God. Listen to me, everybody. If God did not change if he did not bend the roof for Abraham, he will not bend the roof for you. He promised him Isaac. He could not give him Isaac until he did something to his thinking pattern. Between Genesis chapter 12, when God first spoke to Abraham, to Genesis chapter 18, 19, till they eventually had Isaac, all that God was trying to do is to reprogram Abraham's mindset. Your mindset, your mindset, your mindset is the main issue. Is what stands between you and anything you want to accomplish or you will not accomplish. Every miracle. When you see... Oh. Are you following me? Praise the Lord. There are two eyes. There is what you see outside and there is what you see inside. So I give an example of Hannah. Penina provoked her and she will cry. Hannah was praying. I believe that wasn't the, the day she prayed and Eli spoke. should not be the first day. I don't think that was the first day that she was going to pray about her barrenness. But you see, the first assignment of prayer is to de delete, de delete, demolish all other pictures that contradict God's picture. That is where the battle is. The strongest battle. I, 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 I got, I got born again. I drank, I drank egg. I took river baths. From the kind of spiritual church we're going to, we use candle to rub our body. I was not conscious of it when I got born again. So I did not need deliverance. I have never gone for deliverance in my life. Of all the things I swallowed then, all the things they did to us, all the problems my parents brought to the house, and all the things. Because nobody told me. Information is powerful. I was too conscious of my new status in Christ that I did not need to do anything about the past. And does it affect me emphatically? No. Is somebody following me? Praise the Lord. This is very important. 
the Lord will not just come and say this one. If your spirit, if he enters from your mind to your subconscious, that you are a billionaire, that you are healthy, that you are strong. That's why the Bible says that whatever is good, whatever is honest, whatever is so good, but think of these things. You must program your mind deliberately. It is what stands between the spirit realm and the physical realm. And God will not bypass this rule for saints. It works for everybody. But saints have an advantage. Are we going to birth great inventions on that? Are there people listening to me now? You are 28, yet in two years time you own a TV station. It will not fall down because you are prayed. The first assignment of prayer is that you have to use prayer to reject everything they program inside you. That limit, those things that limit you, that makes you think, I am just wildly and I have 25K, my father is poor, we are a middle family. If you do nothing about that picture, nothing is going to happen. So, Satan was sure. This is where the real battle. Men and brethren, I tell you, it's a battle. It will make you deliberately program what to listen to when you are inside the car. When you are, it's a serious battle. All the popular names they, they, in the world, they are like, Paul, one thing I do. I, am, I, sat, I sat in a meeting, organized by my brother, and the CEO of Health Plus was there, and she told us of a meeting with Dangote, and Dangote told, the, told her uh, it's schedule every day from morning to night. Great people have a boring, very boring schedule. It will shock you. You ask for some things others know on Facebook. They don't know. They don't know trends. Those who know every trend don't become anything at times. You are here, you are there, you are here, you are there. Your ringtone is funny. <laughs> Do you know that many people are here to be deliberate about life? You do understand that this is a war zone, not against demons, against your heart. Bible says, guide your heart with all diligence. For out of it flows the issues of life. It is the picture that is inside there that will be painted outside. Especially when it gets to your subconscious mind. You know, some people, no matter what, they don't trust anybody. Even when they marry, they don't trust the person they are married to. Distrust. It has entered their subconscious stuff. God, we have to do a quick work. It's like hard, it's like hard disk. Some you have to format. Some you have to throw away and get a new hard disk. And in some you have to get a program that will help you clear, clean up your hard disk. That's why a Christian guy that is ready to sleep with any girl he says, getting born again does not guarantee that it will stop. I make quite a number in my life, so I understand very well. Except they have a genuine encounter with Jesus Christ. It's not a guarantee. Something has to happen to them. Something serious has to happen to them. Have you met Christians who tell lies? Woo! When we get to heaven, Satan will do salute for some people. He said, I am the father of lies, but he said, God, this one passed me. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes, once in a while, I try to imagine who is more wicked between Satan and some men. When I saw palliatives being hidden, honestly, I sat back. God, it is enough for somebody to steal money, to embezzle, build houses. You are now already a billionaire from stolen wealth. And they give you food to give to the poor. You will still take this food and hide it. I tell you, demons will salute some people when they get to hell. <laughs> I say, oh God. <laughs> because you wonder. 
Why can people do what I don't understand? And then you drive your big car, you pass by a community, you see them starving to death, and you pass by, and their food is locked up by you somewhere, and you are still collecting billions from a location, and their food is locked up somewhere. And you sit down, you eat whatever you want to eat. Order, go to Chinese restaurant, eat whatever, and other people's food are locked up. And some of them are beggars asking for 20 naira, and mass is not coming out of you. Three, four months, you lock up the food there, and they are hungry. How wicked can a man be? No wonder the Bible said the art of man is desperately wicked. Before this thing started coming, I was just saying that about four weeks ago, Rob Parsley was still saying to his partners in America. He said, if you take, because he, he has ships and they ship food to war-torn areas. And told the partners, if you take all the food you guys are sending to those nations, if you think they are getting to those people, like he said, it's a mistake. One government will trap it somewhere, some of these African nations, and they will turn it to a weapon. You worship them, they give you food. You don't worship them. Food sent by American missionaries. Why do we have human beings? And why are some going about burning police and burning people? Honestly, how expensive how precious is life to Nigerians? I was watching one. They got the man and he was begging them and they beat him to death. And you wonder then, some of the shops of private business people, they were being looted. One woman that was crying on Facebook said that I'm not, it's not even about the good they stole. After still, they destroyed the city, destroyed the whole office. You will know that that is demon at work in men. First and wickedness in people's hearts. So you have those who are doing them, their own eye up there. You have all these people are doing their own also. If you are fighting government, are these all people also governments? I saw one that I saw a traveling light in, on Ireland broken. What is? <laughs> is it the governor that will use traffic lights? So as they were them, somebody what came to his head was a break all this light. That is a demonic spirit. That's no more problem. I mean, why? why? And you wonder why do people have this kind of it is because sincerely when people are deprived they behave in a way that you cannot imagine it's true i was watching a girl that was kidnapped as a self sex sex slave in uh, um, this libya and she was talking about 16 17 men sleeping with them every day and she will cry she will beg the heart is sealed up they grew up in areas seeing bullet flying. They have lost humanity. So that you are crying. Sympathy is, is, is dried up. They don't see what to see. She was even begged, okay, let's make it five men per day. I'm okay with five men. Please. They will say no. Until somebody finally rescued her. That is what happens when, but that's not our, our, our target today anyway. But are you, are, you, are you following me? You see, where I sat, when I saw the mob, those who took the warehouse in Joss, I think that's about the highest number, one of the states that I saw. And I said, are these, peop- are these the people you will stand before and be doing manifesto that we will, we will, we will build websites in every <laughs> They can't see beyond what to eat. If good people don't rise and feed these people, they are trapped forever. A politician will use them again. Give them money on the day of election, they can't think beyond the 5,000 somebody's giving them. So, anybody that wants to help them will solve that hunger problem first. Otherwise, there's nothing you will say that will enter their head. If you tell them that I'm, look at that school, they are building that school for your children, and they can see the school, they can pass the front of the school, they can see 10,000 class, classroom with AC 
And like for so your children free of charge, it won't sell in their hair. It is what they must eat. This is why I am praying for everybody here. Honestly, that none of you will be a small boy. At least in your community. Maybe you even start from your own village. At least when you arrive, they know that things will be better for them. Something has to happen about this. Are you following me? Well, let's go back to our... <laughs> oh, God. Mm. See, the final thing. I have to end now. Oh, I will continue. As God was trying to get Abraham, the father of faith, to understand, it was difficult. As soon as God told him in Genesis 15, that, okay, come out, and he saw the star. The Bible says in verse 6 that Abraham believed God, and it was counted. He saw the picture, but not for long. The devil deleted the picture again. By chapter 16, the wife tricked him that, see, all these things that uh, you are waiting on, but you better do something. And Abraham slept with a, a guy, a guy, and again. God kept quiet for 14 years on Abraham. When it was 90, God said, walk before me. And God said that, what I'm going to do this time, and I said, I need to change your identity. And he said, what is your name? On earth, your father said you are Abraham. But in heaven, God said that we have called you Abraham. My arrangement for you is that you are a father of nation. That's the meaning of the word Abraham. By your father's arrangement, he called you Abraham, an exalted father, meaning so-called father. As I look at everybody listening to me this morning, there is what you have learned all your life about yourself. There is what you have seen. You wrote maths and then you did not pass. So you believe, I don't know mathematics. You did one business and it did not turn out well. Business might not be your line. Like I told the workers, I do know that selling things is not my area. And I don't dabble into it. If you ask me to sell this, I will give out everything. I've been like that from when I was very small. My mom would send me to market to buy something. She said, this thing is five naira, And I got there, the market woman was, ah, I've not sold this money, my son. My son, five naira. So I, I, I gave all the money I had on me. My mom beat. <laughs> when I got this, I said, so you felt sorry for the market. <laughs> you are not feeling sorry for your mom. Come here. So I, I, I know I don't, I, when I, wanted my, I got a car, so I wanted to sell my first car. Many, many years ago when I just first got married, you know, I, I was looking at the car, and the mechanic just brought one man like that I wanted to buy. Somebody gave me the car. The worth was about three million. Then my first car was a Jeep, given to me by one of my friends who was in Harvard and came back to Nigeria and just gave me. And the man said that, ah, I can't price it, so I know it should be millions. Ah, all I have is, uh, I think he said 250 or so. He said, I have decided that before I leave this world, let it be said of me that I too, I have the car. I just gave the <laughs> Whether I was saying the truth or not, I don't know. If my heart just couldn't carry it again. So I, I, I have concluded that selling things is, I'm not. Well, I know some of you watching me, <laughs> the only thing you cannot sell is human being. <laughs> let the person, I know some of you, you are so good. You can give when you want to give, but when it, you separate business from charity, am I right? That's something like that. You can give anything to anybody, but when you want to give, you give. When you want to sell, you sell. And they don't mix. I need an anointing from you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you, are you with me? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Is somebody with me? That adjustment, we will start from here next week. 
when you see it inside, if you read the remaining of Genesis 17, finally Abraham saw it. He got up from the floor as God was talking with him. And that is what we want to dwell on. What adjusts the picture from within? How can I change? You can be saved and not change. Change, being saved and being changed are two different things. Otherwise, we wouldn't have the problems we have in the church. Even among pastors, bitterness and the rest. People can be saved and they might not change. And it is change that can be a witness to people. So how do I change my circumstances? As I was going to talk about Jacob. Ah, God. In Genesis 31, he was under Laban. God also told Jacob that I'm going to multiply you, but it never happened. Because of what he saw, he was a man in the house who cheated his brother for the blessing. The last thing God did to Jacob was that one day, he said, and I saw a vision. Genesis 31. And I saw all the animals mating, I think from 14 to 17 or thereabouts. And he said, the angel said to me that, look, look. Jacob needed a particular type of cattle. And it will only be possible supernaturally. Listen to me. I know there are people listening to me. The capital that you know, things you want to do, you know that within the time frame you have between now and then, logically and physically, it's not possible. The day your eyes are open and something happens to your subconscious, once the picture is stamped upon your subconscious mind and your other, the, the mind that is can see it clearly, what will happen is that in a way that you cannot explain, it will come to your hand. When David said to Goliath that this day I will take off your head, there was no sword in his hand. Life we arrange in such a way that the creator is so powerful that when this thing enters your subconscious and enters your mind also and it becomes a dominant picture over there without details of how it will happen, you are so sure it will follow. As soon as Anna prayed. Now, Anna had been praying before. That was not her first time of praying. But this time around, Penina provoked her again for Samuel 1 and then she prayed. As she was praying, I will tell you two things, which will dwell on at the end. Number one, listen to what that will challenge you, God's word, repeatedly. Repetition takes something from your mind to your subconscious mind. Number two, pray. At times, you might need to tarry the place of prayer. Tearing all things from inside your heart is not an easy thing. That's why we fast and pray at times. When Jesus said this kind does not go out, it has been interpreted many times. Jesus did not say which one he called with this type. They came to him. Okay, there was epileptic seizure in one boy. Genesis, uh, Matthew 14, Matthew 17, and I think Luke 21. A boy had epilepsy, and I think uh, 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 Mark 9. And the guy was conversing. And the disciples tried, and they could not cast out the spirit. So they came to Jesus after the father had left, and Jesus had dealt with the spirit. They said, why couldn't we cast out that demon? So Jesus said, he gave the answer. He said, because of your unbelief. Everybody say one. Then he now said, if you believe, you can do this and do that. Then he said, how be it? This kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. What is this kind? Some Bible scholars believe that Jesus was saying that this kind of spirits, I don't exactly agree because he already said that in my name they shall cast out demons and he did not separate this type or that type. But when Jesus said, this kind does not go out, was he saying that this kind of unbelief that made you to go out and have no results does not come out 
except by prayer and fasting. I believe more of that. Because we already said in Mark 16, 17, this shall follow them, I believe, my nature cast out demons. And he said, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. It must be that this kind of unbelief that is rooted in you, sabotaging every plan of God for you. When God says something big to you, your word will rearrange it and make it small. Every great thing you see on the face of the earth comes from human mind. That means you must do something about your mind. It is the greatest message that Africans need. That is why we are where we are. Everything we use is coming from the other place. God is raising a generation who will also produce things and white we use. And you are seated listening to me this morning. The best of banks are yet to hit Lagos until yours come. The best of schools. Oh, you better say amen very well. You know why some didn't say amen? You can't see it yet. You are more concerned about the rent you want to pay. The lesser is included in the bigger. There are things you do. Other things will follow. Are you getting what I'm saying? I like, a man tells a lady, I like your face. Ah, I just like your face so much. Well, if you marry her, you have her face and her entire body. You get what I've just said? Oh, you like an office in the house. If you buy the old house, you have the access to the office and everything. There are things that you possess and all these other things, they follow. But the kingdom begins with the hearts. It's here. Everything I've shared today, I'm going to stop here. Start being deliberate about life. We shall continue. There is a change that God wants to bring into your life. You are prayed about something and you think God did not hear what you said. He heard you. It's just that he won't do anything until the thing first of all settles in your heart. It is true. When we read of people like Jeremiah that God told physically of his plan, then others will say, God, it doesn't need to appear to you. Everybody is written in this book. Let's close with Psalm 139. That's the truth. Everybody. Psalm 139. Let's start from verse 14. That's a very powerful scripture. Be close with this one. I will praise you, Lord, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I spoke a bit about that first service. Can you put your hand on your chest? Say, I am fearfully, wonderfully made. Next verse. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in the secrets and curiously wrought in the lowest, lowest part of the earth. Curiously. God took his time to walk me out. Wow. Thy eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, and in thy books all my members were written. Something is in the word of God. When you listen to a message, pray in tongues, your parts are in the message. They are unveiled to you. I told workers about shape. You remember all of that workers retreats. S for what? Spiritual gifts. The acronym shape. H for what? Your heart, your passion. A for what? Your ability. P for what? Your personality. And E for what? Your experiences. We we'll talk about that. If you understand these five concepts, 
you will understand the direction God has always wanted your life to. Because in doing great and mighty things, you will not do everything. There is something specifically assigned unto. Now, all your parts are written. No substance of you is hidden inside. That means that your spiritual gift, there is nobody without a spiritual gift. Nine gifts are listed in 1 Corinthians 12. But not, there not, Bible didn't say that there are nine gifts. It said there are diversities of gifts. Only nine are listed. There are gifts not listed in the Bible that you have. So don't compare yourself with anybody. Your art represents your passion. There is a play. There is something that when they mention it gets out of you. There's a passion. Then you have your ability. Your abilities. In your area of ability, you only need to put little effort. If Michael Jordan practices basketball for two hours and you practice for 12, 20 hours, you can't catch up with him. It's a natural ability. It's a gift from God. Some abilities are a gift from God. Now, see as I am, I, I don't play ball. I've not played ball in years, but I have a ball in my office at the back there. And the people in the church, some of the workers, they see when I do that. It is very easy for me to steal. Even that I'm wearing native and shoe now. If you give me a football, I can raise 100 without the ball touching down, do 100 easily. It's a natural. When I grew up knowing that I could play ball very well in my primary school, I was the fastest runner. I did not need to do. Now, if I want to go back to run, I just need to do a little exercise, it will come back. Maybe not as much as I used to have it then, because time don't pass. But doing that might be difficult. Some don't know why others don't know algebra. Anything that has to do with calculation is just so natural with some people. Little effort, they already know when it comes to math. And for some of you to pass math in school, you know when you went, you can remember what you went through. How many lessons upon less upon lesson? X equal to double Y. Why should what you say S? You are saying Y now. Which one should we believe? Which one is S, Y, and underline? I, I don't understand. But the way it works with some people, mathematically, that's how they think. Did you get what I've just said? Abilities. Personality. Two people can have the same ability, but they will not have the same personality. So it will affect how they bring it out. And then experiences are never the same. All your experiences in life, and listen to me, even if you are from a broken home, it is not to put a stigma on you. Satan did that to do so, but that experience can be turned to a blessing in God. Or you can waste it and repeat the same thing. It is true. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is very, very important. These five things I mentioned, view your wife from this perspective. View your husband from this perspective. Your marriage will be deeper. You will appreciate one another more. Honestly, as I sit here, the Lord is looking for replacement in many places in the world. But the Lord can't do anything without your mind being part of it. That's the problem. That's as a guide your heart with all diligence. That's the problem. So if he did not bend the roof for Abraham, he won't bend it for you. Finally, Abraham saw it. He went from that day and he circumcised everybody. And he told Sarah that, you know, your name is no more Sarah. You are now Sarah. You know what it means for an hundred-year-old man without any child to be shouting everywhere around, I'm a father of nations. As he kept repeating it within the year, they had, God never said, God spoke to him first when he was 75. God never said it would take you 25 years to have this promise. I want you to know that God himself wants you to achieve things early enough. Satisfy your own Lord early with, with thy mercy. Time is short. Jesus said this early for the time is short. The one at the same time is short will not be the one that will slow down things. But many things, many times we are the ones, we are the ones. 
our capacity to take. Bible says he told them parables as much as they could hear. It always depends on man's capacity. When man tells you, I can't take beyond this, there's nothing God can do. He will have to take you through a process that will expand your capacity. Are you with me? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. When they were going to move to Canaan land, people are now living around the area now. It was a serious forest then. Bishop Boyedeko himself was sincere, which is when he came back, when he saw the land and God said that was the place, he also asked a question, how would people leave town and come here? Because he considered the amount of time it took him to drive there also. That picture stood that you move your church, there everybody leaves. That's the end of the church. It was a serious battle. He began to pray. This kind does not go out. One day God spoke. He just saw from John. Not that God spoke audibly. This is why I said that when you are reading this Bible, be praying in tongues as you are reading. All your parts are written in this book. God can speak to you from a scripture that when you explain to others, they don't know what you are talking about, yet it's God speaking to you. I told of a pastor that the church was dry and then nothing was happening. And the Lord just spoke from a scripture that didn't look like it. And that was it. Bishop just opened his Bible and he saw, and John, last part, or I think that's uh, maybe, I don't know, last part of either Matthew 3 or Mark 1 or so about John. And the Bible says that, and, or about Jesus also, in, I think it's also in John. He said, and he was in the desert, and they came from him from everywhere. When he saw him, he said, Chai. He was in the desert, and they came to him from everywhere. Bishop took Goliath Copeland's book, and he fasted for two days. I am tired of poverty. God will not just bless me because I have prayed. He, the poverty is inside. It has to leave me inside. So he took a book. You need information. The most powerful of all information is an anointed information. He told his wife, I'm going. And he went on the mountain for two days. As he was reading, he saw it. He was wearing boxers. He spinned in the room and he said that I can never be poor again. Just like Anna. Anna had not even slept with her husband. By the time she got up from her news, read, we read its first part. Bible said that she went back to go and eat and the countenance was no more sad. Penina must have wondered her. You cried. I annoyed you three hours ago. You were crying like somebody who lost a child. They just saw her coming back and she was just whistling. Can I have burger there? And she sat down, she was eating. She saw something. Not physically. She saw something. If you see a TV station as strong as CNN, there is a way you start behaving. It can't be taken away from you. You have seen something and it has taken hold of your heart. Bishop came back and he was shouting in the house, I can never be poor again. How many take it? I can never be poor again. Now you are seeing everything now. People say anything they want to say about him. It's not coming from people. It is coming from a man who obtained it. It was pulled down from the spirit realm. You know how many people drive by other churches and go to Canaan land every Sunday? The last time I was there, it took me almost two hours, two hours to get there. And people go there every Sunday. 
I live in an estate in Lagos. When you see headland 4 a.m., you know where they're always getting land 4 a.m. Sunday morning. And these are rich men driving. That is not normal. But you see, that is how powerful the word of God is. The same word that opposes the sun and the moon, it can't fail. When it is spoken into your heart, that boom, that as for you, this and this and this will happen, it becomes a picture, it drives you. And the word of God does not talk about details. Angels will take care of that. Let's rise. Hallelujah. How many people are watching me right now? That by 11th month of next year, they are already CEOs. How many people are managing right now? And by next year, the gap between where you are and where you will be then will be it will be difficult for you to tell people because they won't believe you. They will think you've always been great like that. Something is coming on you. I pray in the name of Jesus. This week there will be a download from heaven of your purpose, of God's plan for your life. Your eyes will see what you have not seen before. It will become a picture that will stay in your spirits. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. You will see the invisible. And then you will do the impossible. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, we bless your name, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. We worship you. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.